Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Happy Friday. It's Carmen and Yurko. Cross talking 30 with Waddle and Sylvie. Black and Abdallah tonight until 8. All calls welcome. It's Friday. Next week is Super Bowl week. Very excited. Carl Weathers has passed. We talked about that a little bit. He was in the Gronkowski FanDuel commercial, York. That's what you were thinking of. He was just in that Super Bowl yes. commercial. Yes. Well, I know I had seen him. I just forgot what the commercial was. We are very sad to learn that uh, the great Carl Weathers is gone. Sad. Terrific for 40 years on the big screen, on television. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. He was 76, died suddenly. I talked about some of our favorite Carl Weathers roles and movies and just one of the great action stars of the 70s and 80s. And let's see what else. Uh, we got to do a little Curb Your Enthusiasm this hour because the final season of Curb kicks off this weekend. It's something nice to look forward to without football for the first time in a long time. Of course, we have the Super Bowl next week. One game to go. And we'll do a lot of Super Bowl prep breaking down the game for everybody next week. 312-332-ESPN if you want to ring us up and join the conversation. Congrats about 10 minutes ago to Eric of Ingleside. He was our winner and qualifier for our trip down to the Woodford Reserve Distillery with our Brown Foreman friends later in the spring. He gets that $150 gift card he could use in the Twin Spires app, make a little money maybe at the races. But we're counting down the weeks. The days and the weeks, Yerk, until the 150th, 150th running, excuse me, the Kentucky Derby coming up the first Saturday in May. May. Yes. And we're going back down, I think, late May, back down to Woodford Reserve. And every Friday, you can qualify with us to be on that trip. Um, all right, I got a couple things for you. You ready? Yes. And then we'll get back out to the phone calls. I'm ready. Patrick Mahomes in the postseason. Boy, it's really incredible, Yerk. 14 and 3 straight up, 12 and 5 against the spread. 17 games, right? Yes, yeah, 17 games. These are gambling stuff, or are you put giving me some numbers? No, some I'm gonna, yeah, some statistics. So it's a full season worth the playoff games. Yeah, where he's fourteen, 14 and three and straight three. up. Can Fifth, I guess twelve and five against the spread? Can I guess? Okay, forty four hundred yards. I don't even have that. Oh, you I'll, don't I'll, have no, that? No, I'll no, no, no that's fine. But that's why I thought what direction you were going. No, I'm going to ask you something else. I was going to go with seventeen to uh, thirty eight touchdowns, thirty nine, ten interceptions, seven. Pretty damn good. And it is 4,800 yards. 4,800 yards. 4,800 yards. Yeah. It's a full season of playoffs. Look how good he's been. That's pretty good. Zero picks in his last six playoff games. Uh, no surprise that this postseason, amongst all quarterbacks that have played, he's number one in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. He quite simply is one of one. Postseason history. Minimum. Postseason history. Minimum of 110 pass attempts. And I use that because I thought it was kind of a good number. It gives you about five starts in the playoffs, right, give or take. Maybe I should have bumped it up to 25 per game, and that number would be a little higher. 115, that's fine. You okay with 110? I'm good with it. All right. 110 pass attempts, postseason history. Patrick Mahomes' quarterback rating is number two all time, 106.3. You'll never guess number one. I'd, I'll give you guys a, a good clue because we'd be here all day. Phil Sims. No. and All right, so you're kind of in the right ballpark. Keep thinking that way. Same era. Same era, Phil Sims era. You played against him. Jeff Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler. 
Jeff, is it is Jeff Hosteller? Yes, number one. Is he? Yes. Yeah, Jeff Hosteller. You'd never get it in a million guesses. Now, if you up that by just like a dozen attempts, Mahomes is number one. Okay, he's like right up against the fringe. of I it. guess Hosteller. When you said I'd never guess him, well, I I, gave I mean you a that's good why clue. you gave me the clue yeah. to stay away from the big guys and to go to goofy guys. And I remember Phil Simms was twenty two or twenty five. Yes. In the Super Bowl. So I'm like, okay, it's got to be one of these goofballs. Jeff Hostetler's number one all time. Patrick Mahomes is number two all time. You want to guess there's nine guys or seven other guys that have a quarterback rating of at least 100 in the playoffs with a minimum of 110 pass attempts. You want to guess a few of them? Uh, Tom Brady. No. Because remember, he played so many games, there were some clunkers. Right. In there. We're, okay, so was Phil Sims a part of that? No. No. Okay, so he's not a part of that. No. Uh, and it's got to be 115 passes. 110 passes in attempts. the playoffs. 110. Yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. No, good guess, but no. I will go with Joe Montana. Nope. Think a lot of newer age guys because passing because Raiders passing are just Steve Young. So Steve, Steve Young. Young is not on there. Okay, it was shocking because he was shocking. the original guy that started doing the crazy stuff. Um, There's only one really old guy on the list, okay. which is kind of impressive, right? Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome is not on the list. I'm trying to find guys that played in the playoffs, and I can't get it. Don, Donovan McNabb. No. Who's in the playoffs? I'll tell you who number three is. This Go will, ahead. This will be a stunner. Testament to this guy, because this is a throwback. Bart Starr is third Bart Starr. Kurt Warner is fourth. That's right. Matt Stafford is fifth. Okay. Matt I'm, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I, go I just was so old. Matt I, I, Ryan. Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen. Those are the only nine players in... Postseason history with a minimum of 110 pass attempts that have a quarterback rating of 100 or better. But Mahomes is number two all time, York. And really, like I said, if you you add another game in there, you know, he's where Hostetler would be knocked out of the right. If you threshold, go to 125, he's he's in. Yeah, if you go to 125 pass attempts, yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's got the best of all time, and there's there's just that there's that for you. That's it. You got nothing else right there. That's all you can give me. There's just that for you, York. You know, no big deal. No biggie. Who said it the other day? Maybe you said it or Waddle said it. You know, we'll never know. It's impossible. I get it. I think you might have said it. He might not have taken the Bears to four straight or six straight conference title games because the Bears are the Bears. But he'd be great. I don't know if you said that or Waddle. One, maybe it may have been during crosstalk. I think one of you two said right, that. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Who, whichever one of you said it. Right. There's no guarantee, but you would see quality quarterback. I think he'd be great. Now, w- would he have take the Bears because they're so inept? To s- Probably not. Like, the Bears have a tendency to just be the... He'd still be able to do what he does, which is find the open receiver. He still does that. They came to him naturally, remember? When he didn't know what he was looking at, and he finally he, learned what was what, or how to identify it, but he could see it before yes. it was ever explained to him Look, what it was. I, I think he's got... Two built-in advantages that have really made this run possible for them that the Bears don't have, and that's Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. I think that does matter, and that's not to take anything away from Patrick because you know what I think and, of and him. B- and before this, it was Tyreek Hill. Before last year, obviously, yeah. I mean Tyreek Hill was well, of course he piece of that. But they're back in the Super Bowl. I got you. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I get it. How important was he? Well, important enough to where it really caused concerns this year. It was really a problem but this year. That's why. You know, thinking that he could replicate this exactly with the Bears is maybe a reach because they don't have Andy Reid. Was there any part of you that when, when you watch uh, Valdez Scantling 
going back and starting to move backwards that there's no way in hell he's yes. going to catch this ball. Yes. I, and then you watch the way he caught that ball. Yes. It was so unconventional. Yes. It was so like, I, when you watched it, there was like a 10% chance he's going to come down with the grab. Yes. And miraculously, he did. I did think that. You yeah. Know? Yes, I did. Philly Sid on ESPN 1000. What's up, Sid? Hey, guys, you know why Valdez Gantling caught that ball? Because he remembered the bad drop in the Philly game. There was no way he was not catching that ball, even if he had to Terrell it on his helmet with a piece of gum. He's made two big catches in the playoffs for them so far. David Tyree. Tyree, Tyree, there you go. Hey, so you guys were talking earlier about the the, the USFL-XFL merger and their idea or how they're running the kickoff today. Yes, the NFL really needs to get out of its own way here, and I think a big part of the problem is the NFL looks at those leagues and they don't like the competition. They want to own everything. They want to own every day of the week. That kickoff system that they're using, 94% of those kickoffs last year were actually returned. Zero reported concussions wow. on kickoffs. Right, and if the NFL is what they say they are, we're worried about safety. We're worried about concussions. It's why we do the kickoffs the way we do. But you really want to bring excitement back to the game, just watch a couple of the kick returns. And not only that, the average starting position is like the 37-yard line compared to the NFL. What is it, 25 probably because or less because of the fact that they oh, do all of the yeah. fair catches and the ones that do get returned don't even get to the 25. Yeah. There's a big reason for them to look at that and bring that back to the game because either you have to make the third element of the game, special teams, exciting again, or you got to can it. Good stuff, Philly. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. He had some good numbers there for it, too. Yeah, I'm fine if they do that. I really am. If they don't, my football watching pleasure and enjoyment will still thrive and run wild. If the kickoffs are the exact same next year, if they tweak it, so be it. I'm cool with it. I, Like I said, I... I I don't get too wrapped up in the tweaks they make to special teams. And it does look a lot different than from when Yurko played, when Waddle played. They've yes. gone from a five-man wedge to a three-man wedge to a, what is it well, now? two-man. You can't even have a two-man wedge. Two guys next to each other. You can't the even most have, you can have. We operated out of a four-man wedge yeah, so when we were doing this stuff. Four, I'm sorry. I said five-man. I always yeah, make that mistake. You wedge. guys were a four-man wedge. Four-man wedge. I apologize. I don't know why I always It was always four-on-three, and you let the opposite. Right. They had a, a, a safe player. That would drop off, right. and kind of things broke through. He was the guy who was the safety on that play, so we always ignored him. But we accounted the side that we we're going to. Somebody had to go get that safe player. Yeah. So we did that. So it was four on three, and then the other guys wall, wall, wall. Yeah. So it's just it's it all looks different, and like I, I just I don't I'm not too affected by it. But if they want to tweak it and try what the XFL USFL has done, hey, so be it. Have at it. Jordan Reed, who does good uh, draft analysis work, Yerk, for yes. ESPN.com, he did a little write-up about uh, you know his quarterback rankings. You want me to read? Uh, he's got Caleb Williams number one sure. in his estimation. You want me to read you a few things yeah, about who is him? this now? Jordan Reed, he does really good um, draft breakdown for Not ESPN.com. Not the former tight end? Is that the former tight end, Jordan Reed? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't so. think okay. so. No, yeah, no, I don't think so. Wait, there was a Jordan Reed tight end. Yeah, that's why I mentioned him. Uh, This is what he's writing about Caleb Williams. He's got him as his number one quarterback. Williams had up and downs over the course of his junior year, but still showcased, excuse me, number one pick caliber traits. His arm strength, accuracy, and improvisational skills have him sitting atop the quarterback rankings, and scouts see him as one of the best quarterback prospects of the last decade. What makes him so special? He always has an answer, no matter the defensive structure presented to him. This past year, he threw for over 3,600 yards, 30 touchdowns, 
five INTs with the instincts to create off script. He regularly generates explosive plays outside of the normal framework of the offense. On plays outside the pocket, he threw for 11 touchdown passes and had a QBR of 81.5. That's huge, folks. Huge. But teams also forced him to play more within structure this season, and he responded by completing 73% of his throws from inside the pocket, which ticked up from the 70.3% last year. He's special, and whoever gets him will have a franchise-altering talent, one NFC scout said. And, you know, he works. He, t- he, he wrote about what he needs to work on, and that's the reliance of the big plays. And the ability to play outside the structure can you know, be a gift and a curse. I think we all would right. admit that We'd about to that. quarterback play. And the one thing that maybe scares you a little bit about Caleb sometimes. But that's how Jordan Reed sees it. He's got Caleb 1, Drake May 2, Jaden Daniels 3, J.J. McCarthy 4, Bo Nix 5, Michael Penix 6, Yerk. And then after that, watch, watch this guy be the best. Like I think there is a more of a considerable drop-off down to like Spencer Rattler, um, the kid from Tulane, Michael Pratt. Great story, but again, probably a pretty big drop-off. I just know one of those guys is going to be the best. You can call back in three years and be like, remember when you said Michael Pratt's a pretty big fall-off? I like Michael Pratt's college career. He was, he was great. He was fun. But uh, there's a little bit of a drop-off there. God bless you. Thank you. We'll take a few more of your phone calls. Maybe touch on Curb and our favorite Curb episodes of all time going into the final season, which debuts on HBO this weekend. And then cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie in 15 minutes. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Final season of Curb starts this weekend. And not many, not many shows like that were sort of spawned off of a previous great show ever come close to matching the greatness of that original show. You know what I'm saying? And maybe this is not even like yeah. a real fair comparison because Curb is not a continuation of Seinfeld or anything like that. It's just Larry's own mad genius, but... It was, I mean, at times and over the years, like equally as good and sharp and witty and funny as Seinfeld. And that's that's praise. I'd say Breaking Bad, I'd say uh, Better Call Saul came close to being as good as Breaking Bad, which is remarkable because Breaking Bad was so good. But uh, Better Call Saul was really well done. It was quite excellent. I've loved Curb. If I had to pick a favorite episode that you guys were asking me before, I'd probably say the Bill Buckner episode. Rest in peace, Billy Buck. Yes. I'd probably say the Bill Buckner episode is my favorite um, it's tough to pick one. The Weatherman episode is great, uh, where he accuses the Weatherman of uh, falsifying his reports so that he's alone on the golf yeah, course. The golf course. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, everything. Uh, the carpool my, lane. The carpool. Carpool lane. lane's a great one. At Dodger Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> freak book. A freak book with John McEnroe. Uh, the uh, is it a different episode than the uh, carpool lane? But the uh, the doll. The, the doll one the is, doll is great. I'm Fantastic. trying to remember the doll one. Where he's in the bathroom with the doll, and it's uh I think that is pants. a different one. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, and oh, they, that is a different one. Yeah. yeah. The door's yeah. broke. Yeah. The door's broke. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, an incredible list of just wicked, wickedly funny shows. I really loved it when Marty Funkhauser was on there, when Bob yeah. Einstein was on there. He's talented. 
Unbelievable. He's another one. And that's they going go, rest, they rest go after peace. each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, Funkhauser, not a fan. Funkhauser. In the show of Larry David. That, that, like, the stuff, the, the, the episodes with Funkhauser, the scenes with Funkhauser are always my favorite. When Catherine O'Hara played the sister, Bam Bam, I mean, come on. Like that's good. You can't. I mean, just fabulous. You guys know that they use the carpool lane episode as a in a murder investigation. Yes. Have you guys seen the Netflix documentary or the documentary on that? No, there's a documentary yeah. on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I know about oh, it. Yeah. There's a there's a documentary about it. There was an individual who was in. He was a um, he was an extra in the scenes where they're in the stadium. So he's sitting in the stands of the stadium, and they use that footage. To get him, uh, he was accused of a murder. He was actually there filming. They used yeah. the the footage wow. to exonerate him. To exonerate him, and uh, I think Larry had to. Didn't Larry have to testify yeah, and yeah. like wow. the whole thing? Yeah, that's pretty wild. Imagine Larry on the stand. Holy cow! Um, there's just a lot of great, uh, a lot of great episodes, a lot of great memories of that show. I'm glad there's one final season. I love Leon. I mean, the addition of Leon, and this is how long ago that was. That whole part of the show came about after Katrina, if I'm not mistaken, when Leave It to Larry David to take Hurricane Katrina and write into his show, Larry and Cheryl hosted a family that was that lost their home the right. in the in, in, it was the, it was the blacks. The last name is the blacks. The blacks is the blacks. I mean, leave it to Larry. And Leon, uh, J.B. Smoove is so good. He's been part of the show ever since. I think so, yes. Uh, because he's just so good. Didn't I mean, they have one when they came back where the, he owned the coffee shop where yes, he would visit yeah, the coffee shop? Yeah, and then he, yeah, yeah. they pissed each other off. Yes. And he, yes, it's yes. Spike Store. The Thank spike you. Store, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just great. That was fun stuff. Unbelievable. I mean, and I'm very, and I, he just didn't, he never lost his fastball. Like every year you'd go in and you'd wonder, well, how could he still be funny? And what kind of, and it's just, they're still funny. And Jeff Garland and he have incredible chemistry together. Jeff Garland and, will be on Waddle and Sylvia at 530. Yeah, I knew he was going to be on today. I knew it. That's great. Um, Susie's great. I mean, the whole thing is just fantastic. So I look forward to one last year. I'm sure we'll get a lot of Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen. And of course, a lot of the people that were recurring theme, uh, recurring theme on that show are no longer with us and gone. But uh, we'll get tons of JB Smooth, which I love, and some Ted Danson, I hope. And Vince Vaughn filled in for a few, a little while there as like a relative of Marty Funkhauser, which I appreciated too. They got I think he's in the new season. Is he in the he's new in season? The pre, he's in the trailers. Because he's Funkhauser's cousin, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. They brought him in as like when Bob Einstein died. And Ted Danson, they're, the, they're all in the trailers. Yeah, I think, of course. You got it. Richard Lewis, they're just great. So I look forward to watching that. I'm, who knew I'd be this excited for Sunday? We had, Without, Richard, we had Richard Lewis in here. Remember that one time? Oh, my God. Yeah. We thought it was going to be over, guys. You talk about inappropriate. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was funny, but it was inappropriate. Yeah. And we were, like, really walking a fine line. We walking a fine line. Yeah. I mean, we, you had one of Hollywood's funny guys here, you know? Henry Winkler never walked the fine line. No, he did not. But Richard Lewis, oh, he was... He, <laughs> He's treading. He wasn't treading softly. Richard Lewis, we were walking a fine line. We did have Fonzie in the studio. Henry we had Henry Winkler, Winkler yeah. in the studio. That was great, yeah. man, Henry Winkler. Good man. We Good had... Man. Big fan of Pinky Tuscadero. You know that, right? Oh, how could you know yeah. that? We've had Stevie Van Zant in the studio. Yes, we, we have. had Larry King. We've had mm-hmm. David Koechner. We've had Snoop Dogg. Snoopy was here. We've had Snoopaloo. Neil deGrasse Tyson Neil has DeGrasse been in this Tyson studio. Karim Abdul-Jabbar Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been in this studio. Oh, you guys had Nick Friedle. 
Nick Friedel. Kyle Brandt has been in this studio. Nick Friedel. Nick Friedel's been in this studio. Who's Kyle Brandt? What the hell is Nick Friedel? I, I, <laughs> I knew, I knew that reaction from your coach. Nick Friedel that's hosted fantastic. a show here. <laughs> Nick Friedel spent time in this studio He's doing funny. shows. Yeah, it was a joke. It's called comedy, Yurk. Maybe you should take uh, Charlie Bevan's comedy class I here need at the to. station. I need to. If I want to never make somebody laugh, that's the class I'm going to take. I don't know why you got to be like that. With- I'm busting his chops. See, that was comedy. He gave he's, us some comedy right. right back. He's a young man trying it. to make his way in the world today. <laughs> I have I have something. I, I want I, funny. I have something I would like to. I'm going to bequeath the joke to to Charlie. Oh, you're, so, you're going to do what? I'm going to bequeath the joke, the joke to Charlie. Charlie. Oh. oh, okay. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go, guys. Hey, this funny guy over here. Uh, I thought here. you guys were still on Unhinged or something. We I don't know. No, 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 no. Bequeath. I don't know what oh, you're saying. You guys, come on. <laughs> I know what you meant. Um, here goes with us. This yeah. is how Charlie should start his next. Uh, Let's next, hear it. This is how Char- Charlie should I'm, I'm listening. Boy, how about that storm we had, huh? It's pretty bad. I lost 25% of my roof. Oof. Not a lot of math majors, huh? All right, we we have four minutes and 37 seconds left in uh, this segment, but we're going to go to break. On the other side of the commercial break, we're just going to carry some dead air. Danny will love that. You guys, that's a brilliant way to start. never going to be a tight five. brilliant way to start is tight five. You have a tight 40 seconds before they pull you off the stage. Lost 25% of my roof. Oof. What is wrong with you? Who thought but, that was but then, funny? But then you got to drop in the not a lot of math majors here. Where huh? did you get that joke? This, Chris, I'm you always working on my com- Do you know in the emergency? Do you know in case of an emergency? You I've, have jokes? If I'm ever called to like, hey, do a, a stand-up set for charity. Like if you, Thomas Sulo ever says, Carm, I need you for need five you. minutes. You, you, wait, you no, that? you have you this? Would. You have I'll, a structure I'm, of a I'm five? All, I'm always working hey. on type five. Why would he five? call you for that? In what he, he, world would someone go, right. I need no, a no, five no. minute stand-up. Let me call Carmen <laughs> DeFalco. Thomas Sulo does do a lot of comedy yeah, he stuff. Does. Yes, he does. Bunch yeah. of guys. He's a comedian. He's had Robin Baumgartner go up there and, and do comedy. Thomas Sulo's funny. If Robin can do comedy, Carmen can do comedy. Thomas Sulo's funny. His stand-up is good. But just in case, you guys never know, you know, work on a tight Case five. of a mate. Maybe he needs it for charity. You guys should think about it, too. Car- you guys so are so Is your style more of a uh, cleaner Jezelnik? Is that what you're going no, for? No, I got some I got some raunchiness in there. Oh, okay. okay. I got some raunchiness. Got I, some I got, raunchy I got some raunchy I got some raunchiness. I got a... I got some funny... <laughs> I got a... I, well, I, nobody would probably laugh. I'd be... Uh, I'd be... You'd be laughing at yourself. I'd be What's laughing at myself. What's the difference between which is I, I sat through? Well, that's just the the kicker ad. That's just the opener ad. Can you right? do it's, Goodfellas in ninety it's, seconds? It's much. <laughs> now that's now a joke. Now that's, that be good. now that's a joke. And that's I would watch funny. that. Now that's a joke. Ken, Ken. <laughs> Put that in your type five. Hitting the, hitting the wall. <laughs> a little inside. That's pretty good, dude. I like it. Uh, all right, let's. Where do you want to wrap up here, York? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Going. Oh, I was saying, I'm excited for Sunday even without football because of curb and. The next episode of True Detective. So at least we have that look to well, look something to. I mean, I think the 10 hours of golf that I'll be able to watch yeah, this watch weekend are much more important than just watching an episode Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, I'll definitely check out a little uh, bit of Pebble I mean, Beach. That's what I'm looking for. And now that I've cut the cord, i got to figure out where the hell I can even find this. Well, it'll be on CBS. That? No, they still, CBS will carry it. Doesn't CBS, CBS carry Pebble? Well, not Pebble, you goofball. Oh, uh, your your guy, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, you got to get Max. Yeah, yes. you're gonna have see? to get Max. I'm I sorry. screwed the pooch. You guys you made me cut the cord. Now I'm screwed. I'm not. What do you think? I'm. You're not going to do it for an NFL game. 
But you're going to make me get max for I'm this crap? I'm not making you get anything. Well, it's I am point. so confused to by this take, fair, though, If they were showing, no, I don't it, have you, max. Yeah, max. But if you had cable, you would still have to pay extra for HBO. Yeah. So cutting the cord. Yeah, has cutting nothing the cord. To do that, with that's what we're max. confused on. Cutting okay, the cord has right. nothing to do with it. Okay, fine. I cut the cord and got rid of what I was paying because you guys told right. me I can piecemeal yeah. the damn thing yeah. together. Mm-hmm. A la carte. I think he's upset that he still has to pay for it. My point is. If I never did anything, I'd have it. Sure. But because I did what I did, I don't have it. You understand? I get you. It's got nothing to do with cost. It's got nothing to do with savings. It's just got there's nothing on Max except this one thing. And now I'm supposed to go purchase it so I can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm when when Chucky Jackaloon over there Chucky doesn't Jack- even <laughs> want to pay six ninety nine to watch Peacock for an NFL game, much more playoff game. I went to That's a- why he's driving Don't you me have crazy. Three kids. Oof. I Oof. guarantee you, one of the Oof. three has. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Max, one's, one's in I, college. I bet you, Jake okay, or passwords Nicole. still work anyway. One lives with me, and he's. Got what I have. They might and have. And the other one lives with the ex-roommate. But they might like. Oh, I know. But they, I'm sure they have the service. You can share it. Of course. Check and see if one of them has a service. Ask your you daughter. I guarantee you your daughter has a login for Max. I, I called her the other day. She said, don't call me daughter. <laughs> funny. Now that's, now that's a comedy. And you oh, look at that. Now, I love that. That's, that's what funny. we call ad lib. That's funny. That's an ad lib. Just uh, out of the blue. And listen. Freestyle. Paying for one, like signing up and paying for one NFL game when I can go to a neighbor's doesn't make as much sense. You got to, you want to watch all of Curb. It's, yeah. You, you should just yeah. get get Max. I'll get the. Plus uh, you can watch the Sopranos reruns. I'll get the boot, uh, the bootlegs underneath the bridge over here at Wabash and something. Crosstalk coming up. Train tracks. When we return, the great Carl Weathers, may he rest in peace, has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's. Final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Time! Relax, just do what we talked about, huh? Don't even look at the green. In contact with the ball, there's no goalie out there to block it. Remember, it's all in here. Hey, it's all in Come on. Work with me now. It's all in the head. Yeah, it's all in Yes, it's all leaving. Get off of me. Hey, just easing the tension, baby. Just easing the tension. Well, ease it on someone else. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, thank you very much for listening, calling, and participating. Thanks to Mike North, who had a couple of doozies today. We talked about one of them on our show, but you can listen to the podcast, the Odds Couple podcast. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. The guys are on to eight tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. It's uh, all calls welcome because it's Friday. So wrap the week with them later tonight. Jesse is in for Waddle yes. today, so Jesse's here. Jesse. What was, what was the, uh, I missed the tease about North's um, quarterback thing? Uh, draft a quarterback, but let him sit and wait and sign Kirk Cousins, which I just can't do and, because and trade I, fields. Yes, of okay. course. So I can't that. do because you're wasting your cap room. The cap room. Now he hit Mike says they're a playoff team with Kirk Cousins. Yes, they are. They most certainly are. Well, they should be a playoff team with whoever's starting a quarterback should next be. year. His point is they won't be maybe with a number with one overall pick. His other brilliant idea was uh, 
Old timers day like at Yankee Stadium, right. but for the Kentucky Derby, like bring out the horses, parade them around the oh, old way. He didn't go, he didn't, he didn't go far <laughs> enough. They should race. <laughs> they should. Race. Those old timers should race get, before like, the Kentucky. This Derby. is the 150th Derby this year, and he's asking Jim Miller. He's like, "Why don't they do an old timers? Like, bring all the horses that are still alive. You bring them out. You I, let the kids oh, see great. them. I love great the idea. I think they should race. Great I, idea. I love, I love jockeys the idea. too. Oh, right. the old bring jockeys, the old jockeys and have the, the past ten winners that are alive race. This is the best idea. I think it would be hilarious. It'd be awesome. I mean, you might have to euthanize. Leave it somewhere. Yeah, you might have to when it's all said, including the jockeys. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, I was stuck in traffic. I don't even get started on that. So I heard your. Your whole show, fantastic as always. You know what hits the core with me? Football announcers. Like, I don't care for some like, reason. Like Romo? Yeah, they, that hits the core with me. I can watch baseball, not care, NHL, NBA, I don't care. Really? Football, I don't know why. And here's the thing, and I want to get your opinion, Yurt, and everybody. Like, I like the idea of a former player talking often enough when it, when it matters about the same situation he's watching that he used to be in. Like, I'd like to hear more of Romo say... Oh, I, we had a third and long in the playoffs in 2010, and my coach was yelling in my ear, and we changed the play. Uh, Mahomes is thinking, that, like, I don't hear that enough. It's I think they big, should is bring up time? their playing days. You've got 40 yes. seconds in between plays. Well, I mean, you don't have to bring up the whole thing, but I don't think they... they, they right? I, I was holding for the kick and bobbled the snap. Well, Again, I mean, going after can, Romo. This guy. Well, he's got his SIU crap on today, that's why. You know, all of a sudden now he's uh, frothy. Instead of you're a directional school, remember, just like uh, Eastern, talking to the team today. Don't pretend like you're anything. Don't pretend like you're anything special. Talking to the team. Oh, great! Guaranteed loss. <laughs> Who they play? Hey, last Who they play? Last, last time, time I talked to the team, they, they beat Northwestern. Okay. okay. Who they play? Right. Right. Who they playing today? UIC tomorrow. Boom. UIC plus the points. Actually, <laughs> too bad you can't bet on that if you're in Illinois. <laughs> I live in Indiana. The, Put it great, down, man. The great Call state Hoodie. of Indiana. He'll know. He'll know who Twice to Twice the house, oh, half the taxes. Welcome to everybody. Is Hoodie allowed to gamble on that? No. As a, as a guy who's doing so. the game? I don't think so. I, ho- I don't. Yeah, I, I don't would think, think so. I would think probably not. Probably They probably want you to stay away from that. I mean. Listen, he can't impact the game, but I, I would still think they'd probably prefer you not. When ESPN Bet came out, we got a bunch of emails, or at least I did. What did you guys, what were they saying? <laughs> just, you cover baseball, don't bet on baseball. Don't bet on baseball. Which I don't anyway, because it's just study long, study wrong. Like, oh, you know everything. No, I don't. Yeah. Not when it comes to betting. Anyway, yeah, betting, my point, hey, so yeah, you my want point is, announcers. I, I like the idea of them referencing their playing days. They don't do that. Uh, that that's your expertise. You're in way, that though. position. There's a way he can do that. Yeah, He can you sit here. What you've got to watch for on third and four is a blitz coming off the corner from the slot. Be wary. Check him out. Go on a longer count. That's what you need yeah, to say. Yeah, but I think Jesse wants that's like personal him. anecdotes. No, but that's him bringing his experience yeah. out, yeah. telling you what you need to do in this particular situation. And if it, if how it, they might be able to surprise yeah, if you. If it applies, we got blitzed on third and four, and I yeah. threw it away. Well, you know, just I'm just saying, use Ooh. your playing Who's days. my hot read? In, you know, it's better to no. underthrow a quarterback than it is to overthrow. I mean, uh, uh, better underthrow a receiver than it is to overthrow. overthrow. At least there's a chance for interference. Yeah. If you overthrow there the you guy, go. there's no chance no for chance. crap. Yeah, it's a very good point. Yeah, You know, stuff right. like that. Yes. We'll send yeah, that message to Romo. Get ready. Week from Sunday. Yeah, I know. Jesse with some... Uh, or the fact what? that the whole thing... With some announcing tips. Yeah. Well, I like I, that. For some reason, that... Football Bob announcers and yeah. I don't know why. Just tell us if the Sox aren't going to be able to trade Cease now that uh, Baltimore got Yeah, I think got that, that door is about that? to close. Did you see that? They'll trade him at the deadline, right? They Jess? wanted a lot more than what Baltimore gave up. Baltimore did not have to give up a ton no, of No, but it's one year compared to one year. It is one year, that's yeah. true. 
and, What's and, Corbin make? Um, 12, 11, uh, I'm not even oh, sure. That's I'm not, not bad. Even sure. 16. They'll take that. I think I heard, six, I think I heard like 16. Uh, year before free agency, that sounds about right. Yeah. They're talented out there. Um, but Baltimore's talented out there. Yeah, Baltimore's very talented. Thank I don't you. blame Getz. He, he asked for the moon. You know, you never know. Well, he got two years. That's I don't nothing. mind him asking for a lot. No, I don't either. I don't either. I think Dylan Cease is good. He's your most tradable commodity. But I do think well, you, Robert, I guess you don't. Be, you, you, I do think you trade him by July because I would think you don't so. want the, the the value to go way down. I would think so. Is that enough White Sox talk? Yeah, that's okay. Enough. Thanks. Sylvie's going to go nuts. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're the home of the Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my. my uh, I I had been giving you free advice for a year. I said, Jerry, go get Theo. I told you oh, go go give please. a go give him a part of the organization. Please go get him as your team president and and make him a part owner. Sylvie, they can't. They they won't. They don't think big uh, for a player, let alone uh, a general manager like that, or someone is with the gravitas of Theo. Please never. And from what we had heard, Theo didn't wouldn't even entertain yeah, I know, him anyway. I know. I know. You know, it feels like the White Sox. What? what, what? Right. I got Fenway. I'm it in my hometown. I was the I'm general manager of the Red Sox and the Cubs. I'm going to go to the White Sox? I mean, it would take a lot. First of all, you'd maybe entice him with a new new park, uh, complete ownership that, and uh, not com- complete power and a piece of the ownership. Yeah, maybe be, The new park would be an know, interesting part of it. Who's your thing. dream guys for any team? You could have a guy uh, uh, purchase a stake in any of our teams right now. An owner, like, like Theo oh. did. Oh, oh. He bought into the Fenway, Fenway Group, Park, yeah. which which owns multiple different professional teams. Um, who, who would you want in which team of any sport? In yeah, in our town, Sam Presti for the Bulls. So you would want him to. To purchase the balls. Oh, oh, you're saying purchase? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think yeah. to like run no, them. No, just like, like the ownership. Just yeah, like yeah, like like a guy to come oh, in oh. and 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 purchase so, a stake of oh, one of our teams. Oh, right. So in other words, someone that could Approach. purchase a stake and make decisions because yeah. he's smart, right? Because he's oh boy, that's a ribeye. All right, I'll still go Sam Presti then. He's the best in the NBA. Well, right? I, I said Michael upstairs, but just because no. I want Michael in town, Terrible. not that I want him making decisions. That's what I said to him. I, I go, Michael Jordan Jesse. should be part of the Bulls. Oh. He should be part of the Is Bulls. Is Larry Bird part of the Celtics? No. no. Oh, Pacers. come on. It's a good point. Indiana Pacers. How about Danny Ainge? Who's he a part Is, of? Utah. Utah. How about Isaiah Thomas? Who's Nowhere. he a part of? No, he's a part of Phoenix right now. Oh, that's right. He is. That's right. Bartles. Yeah, uh, look at you. Uh-huh. Mark's son runs there. Right. Oh, look, look I'm, a, I'm a part-time owner in uh, right. Scottsdale. Yes, right. Uh, exactly. There's a whole new group of ladies to offend, too. Okay. So <laughs> Isaiah Thomas does oh, have an history. Oh, I, you know, I mean, uh, come on, guys. Stay with me. I, I got it. I got it. Jeez. I, he's been with the Knicks. The pay, was he with the Pacers at one yes. time? Yes, oh, he was. He coached yeah. them, too. Yeah. 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 I would say Andrew Friedman in baseball. Yeah, that's a good example. Jose Mourinho's available. <laughs> Bring the Who's special the guy one over for American soccer. Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool. I know, but so could they? Now that he's retiring, could USA Soccer pluck him and be like? You think that he'd really want to come? I'm asking you. Him? You guys are the ex. Ask Meller and you. I don't know. Is what, it crazy? What's Meller saying? To what? To like, run the Jürgen U.S. Klopp national team? Run the national team? Like, or would he laugh at that? Oh, no, a, I could see him being a national manager for a soccer team, but I don't know if U.S. Not maybe the US. Engl- England's, if you know. Not the U.S. Okay. How do you handle the grotesque lack of talent? Okay, that's what I'm asking. Kenny Williams, what's he going to do? Oh my god! <laughs> well, wouldn't wouldn't did he try? Isn't that he part probably, of the falling out? 
that he tried to get a piece of the ownership? Yes. Well, didn't Kenny try to purchase part of Jerry's? Oh, I didn't know that. I, I thought. Was I, I, really I thought it was Sylvie. That's a good scoop. I didn't. Oh, know I that. thought that was like well, always how? sort of an un, like a known. Nice. Well, I did not know. That. I didn't know that. I mean, he, how much money does Kenny Williams yeah, have to purchase Ken- part of the how, how much the was, White Sox? How much was, was you guys sh- never know. Jerry Payne? Listen, guys, Kenny could have invested wisely. That's true. He came up in the 90s with the whole tech boom. The tech Come boom. on, yeah, fellas. You might be right. Good for a Kenny. Could no. be a great investor. I, I, I might have know, a lot of money. Now. I don't look. I don't want to go Colin Coward on you. <laughs> yeah, you might be going Colin Coward. Just throw some. I thought I had heard that. I just no, said so that Sawyer's calling right. Sylvie right now. I just, hold on, though. Yes, question. That, that was part of the falling out. You asked the question how he could get the money. I just kind of mapped it out. How you he did. could at least get the money. Yeah. Did they have a falling out? They he just fired them because they stunk, right? I, I, I don't really know all the details. You'd know better than I. I no, mean, I, I think that's I, it. I think it, he it, finally got to a point. I, like, I heard you mention Chris Getz in, in, during your show, and, and I agree with you. The one thing is, and I didn't know there was as much. I should have. But the, the one voice at the top is turning into be an important thing. Yes. Instead of the dual thing. Yes. I mean, my point is, Jed and Theo worked well together. It doesn't feel like Rick and Kenny did. No. But, but, so it but, can but work. But the buck still but stopped it, with Theo, right. and we but all know it, that. Right. Yeah. I mean, as it turns uh, out, the one off. voice alone. Yes. Making one voice is helping the sort of structure. Man, at there. least he's been honest. Like right. good for Chris Getz. Like, but, yeah, but there's not dueling voices I mean, over there. No, but he was headed minor leagues for how long? And then the guys that were in the pros were the guys that he oversaw. Yes, yes, you're right, Eric. Oh boy, he's singing. All that's true. And their farm rankings just came out, and they're like twentieth. And, and, you know. and Jerry didn't want to talk to any smart people around <laughs> baseball, <laughs> even Nothing to get information. The Nothing best farm director right. in forty years. Best farm director uh, in forty look years. Look at all the different offensive minds that at least Ryan Poles interviewed for the offensive coordinator's job right. to get information from. Jerry wanted nobody to interview. Why well, interview anybody? Why, I mean, why do you think Theo and Jed interviewed Joe Espada from Houston? Listen, they were never going to jo- hire Joe Espada. How do they want to get things? intel. They right. want to get intel. And, and Sylvie, they've done it. They've done it over and over with, again. With Tim, Tim Floyd. Floyd, Brad Hoy, right? My buddy uh, thinks that. My buddy there's thinks. There's one more too. Listen, have you heard this theory that my buddy thinks that Luke Getzey is getting all these interviews? To get it, it, intel on Justin Fields, sure. Yeah, it, it, it's part of the that. reason. Yeah, because he hasn't gotten might, hired. Because they might trade for him. Sure, you know, part of the reason. Yeah, so that, that you're right. Jerry should have been doing that. Yeah, like he interviewed for the Raiders job, right? He did, I think, didn't I think he? So didn't get yes. Yes. Like, it. Yeah. Would it be crazy New England, to think New England and twice New England in New Orleans? Too? I don't know. Is it Barry's with the Raiders? I know, but I'm saying Getzey interviewed. Is it crazy to think that the Raiders try to make a trade for Justin Fields or New England? Or does Kingsbury hurt that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I don't. But I, I think that's why you do it if right. you're those other teams. You get some intel. Now, yeah, at the very least, and, and then at the very best, you find sm- someone who's really, really smart and you hire them. Yes. Instead of, like Yurko said, the guy who's running a really bad minor league uh, product in your, in your building. Amen. Yeah, I, I talked to an agent the other day, just the other day, Major League Baseball What's agent. What's his name? And he brought up the, the due diligence that Jed and Theo are known for. He's like, right. these guys will talk to traveling secretaries, everyone. And it's just the opposite of, of what the White Sox did. I mean, even when Clevenger, that turned into a, a whole thing. It's like all of Jerry's teams. Jerry's Bulls, they they punted on doing any work in the offseason. Yeah, yes. we've talked about this before. Yeah, they, they, they don't, they, they quit. There's a lack they, of due diligence. They they, they 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 just stopped. They did. 
They really they're did. like, I give up. Well, I signed Javon Carter. And we're, 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 we're not doing any work. We're, we're not trying anymore. We're, we're just not trying. We're just, this is our team. It's crazy. We're not even going to try. We're just going to I'm, I'm done with it. I know. You're frustrated. I know. Have you had enough? But I, I have. Too, yeah. Yeah. I've had. It's, See, um, now you know what it's like. As a, oh, I know. I've known for a long as time. As a White Sox yeah, fan, sure. now you That's know. That's why yeah. I felt for you. Like People always have said, why do you rant so much about the Sox when you're a Cubs fan? It's yeah. because I, I felt your pain as a Bulls fan. Exactly. The same ownership. I, I, I've been asked changed. a lot about the White Sox, and I just I go back to the answer. I, I've said it on the air. They just, and the Bulls apply, they operate at like 70% capacity. Right. And where does that it shows up everywhere? People, where does that mean? Well, it just shows up everywhere. hundred percent payroll, does. scouting, due diligence, whatever it analytics is. Analytics department. Yeah, and I would say under Getz, maybe it's up to seventy five percent. Like they've improved because there's one voice at least. And he's also had a couple of good hires, even though he's raided Kansas Agreed. City's office. I mean, I think Bannister's uh, the best. Bannister's a good hire. Yeah, yeah. Bannister's the best. Yes, I think um, it's and a he very wasn't good Kansas hire. City. He wasn't, and it wasn't right? Kansas City. Yeah. Floyd's kid, Brian. Floyd, Brian yeah. Bannister is a good hire, and then. Um, um, oh my gosh, Jesse Barfield's son. Why yes, not? Yes, yes, Josh, Josh, Josh Barfield. Barfield. Yes. He hired two former player right. sons. I love it. And and uh, but again, from organizations like San Francisco's had good pitching. Yes, the Diamondbacks have had a good farm system. Yes, correct. Like, you know, so expertise in those areas where Kansas City has been kind of floundering. Those are good moves that that gets made. I'll give him credit for that. Uh, yeah, those so are very all good that moves. is true. But when you have the payroll they do, and you're just yeah. working on the edges, what do you? What yeah, do you Jared could still stand in the way. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, how about Carl Weathers? I know. Yeah, we we talked about this. He passed uh, away for those just tuning in. It was sudden. 76 feels too 76. young. It's just too young, right? Adam Sandler tweeted, too. Did you see this? Did he? This is a true great man, great dad, great actor, great athlete. So much fun to be around always. Smart as hell, loyal as hell, funny as hell. Loved his sons more than anything. What a guy. Everyone loved him. My wife and I had the best time with him. Every time we saw him, uh, love to the entire family, and Carl will always be known as a true legend. Think That's about, a great think about tweet. Rocky and, and, and Stallone, the true star in the movie and the name. You know, it's Rocky, right? Rocky. But my point is, he portrayed an iconic figure as well mm-hmm. in the same movie as Rocky, or in the same set of movies as Rocky. I just, I just like that's how good he Apollo, was in that Apollo, in that role. Apollo, baby, Apollo Predator, Queen. incredible, Chubbs and Happy Gilmore, oh, Action man. Jackson, Arrested Development. He was amazing. If you ever watched Arrested Development, he was he's always he was Apollo funny. Creed to me. He's always well, Chubbs and Apollo. I mean, listen, Chubbs is I know pretty iconic in its own right. You know, not like Apollo. You're probably right. We're also older, right? So we are. Apollo's <laughs> going to touch a nerve a little bit more, probably. One hundred percent. Like yes. Apollo started, you you started rooting against Apollo, then you you loved Apollo yeah. by, by and especially and then you cried about Apollo, and then by and then by yeah by Rocky three you loved him, by yeah. Rocky four you couldn't believe it. But he played he, the, he and, played the sort of bad guy just so perfectly because there was touches of humanity in him in the in the first couple that you didn't completely hate him. You didn't completely hate him. You rooted against him, but you didn't hate him. Hate him. Yeah, and he's still working. He's on The Mandalorian. I don't know if you guys watched Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, but he was oh, in, that's the, right. he was in the Mandalorian. Kid, yeah, I watched it yeah. with my kids. I forgot yeah. about oh, that. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. very what, sad. What happened? Yeah, what did they did, say? How he I died? don't know. I, I, oh. if, Adam broke the news to us and said they, they're saying he died suddenly. He was, I was shocked. He was in that yeah. Rob Gronkowski commercial. People were calling it. Yurko remember. Oh, really? Uh, the, the FanDuel commercial. He was in. Has Stallone, yeah. has Stallone tweeted yet? Uh, that's he's a good question. A, I don't know. Esther. The one when he's like uh, in the uniform about the kick. Yes. He's yeah. in. The, that's the one he's in, right, Yerk? Yeah. Carl Weathers? Yeah. 
Because your yes. was trying to remember it, and then a bunch of people called and said he's in that Super Bowl mm. commercial with. Kronkowski. I thought Adam gave the proper amount of uh, surprise. I do too. When he said, "This oh, was like I or whatever he did." Yeah, that was a big. Re- it's a big. I wouldn't come down on Adam for when Apollo Creed passes. You got to show some respect. So, so I want to before we get to him, I want to just remind people what had happened here in the last twenty four hours. Colin Coward yesterday we played this said yeah. this on his show. About uh, Caleb Williams. There, there's some concerns here that uh, dad's a little too involved. Now, dads are very, very involved in high school and college quarterbacking. So that's just part of the new world we live in. But I, I still contend, you're going to think I'm nuts here. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up. Because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this. Where you land matters. Chicago has never developed a star quarterback. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. Based in that opinion, he did say that, reporting that is fact. And then today, Colin Coward said this. This is not the perfect destination. Washington at number two, in my opinion, he's from there, is a much better landing spot. But I got a call yesterday from the Caleb Williams camp. By the way, he's got a very small camp. He doesn't have an entourage. He's got like an assistant for the NIL stuff, a marketing person. He he doesn't have a big camp. He has a dad, big personality, smart guy, strong opinions, does his homework. Caleb and his dad don't always agree, but he's got a very big personality as a father. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't want to be we don't want to be painted as anti Chicago and we don't want to be painted as anti bear. And they and they made it clear to me that they said, listen, we don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud, they're passionate, they fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. And they did say there is a path to succeed in Chicago. It's called the Houston Texans. Defensive coach, couple of weapons, cap space, good pick. Uh, you know, they, they mentioned they got a second pick. There's a bunch of good receivers out there. LSU, Washington, they could go get another weapon. And they already have one bona fide number one pick. But it does show you the reality of Caleb Williams. So what is that reality? We're going to talk to Colin Coward good. coming up next to try to sort out what he's actually saying. Yeah, because he did say somewhere in there, uh, Washington might be a better landing spot. Why? Well, that's a fine opinion if you want. But yeah, again, like this narrative that... And no, even the opinion, I want to know why. Well, why because Washington? he is from there. No, and that part, yes, but he, he made it sound like the... The team, the organization's New in a owner. better position. Yeah. New billionaire so, owner. He's going to say that the Bears never developed a quarterback. Right. Yeah. They also had a sell-off. Okay, it's, wait, Joe, sell-off Joe Theismann is the last time that team, I mean, when's the last time they had they a They haven't developed one in a long time either. Guys, come on now. Stay RG3's rookie year was good, though. Yeah, RG3 rookie year was good. They won what, Doug Amber? Williams. They've won Super Bowls. They've got three Super Bowls under their belt, guys. No, I know, but they never really had a dominant quarterback. No, for they did it by building yeah. a team with a yeah. quarterback. But that's what Jesse was saying with a quarter, like a right. dominant quarterback. Who's the quarterback? I gave you the quarterbacks that won during the times they were I there. I thought you said you're all right, Spider. There's, Nobody there's, asked you the quarterbacks not, were when I they were. We know who they were. Don't end the weekend. Don't end the weekend and fight. We already know who they are. Eat your pizza and go on your merry way. I just, I just made a point. Out of hell with Carmen. Yurko, next Thursday's the NBA trade weekend. deadline. You and I, buddy. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do it. It's an annual thing. I hope you have some horrible pasta. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk to to Colin Coward. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. Bye bye.